your Mills Radio Adventure Theater. Welcome to the magic world of radio. I'm Tom Bosley. We've traveled together all over the world and up into the stars, seeking the thrills of adventure. But today, we don't have to cross any oceans. Our story is waiting for us right here at home. From the very beginning, America has been one of the greatest adventures of all time. The story of America is packed with enough heroes to fill a fat telephone book. Our story, The Last of the Mohicans by James Fenimore Cooper, was adapted specially for the General Mills Radio Adventure Theater by Paul Tripp and stars Ian Martin. I'll return shortly with Act One. Only recently we celebrated our 200th birthday as a free nation. But before we became the 13 United States of America, we were 13 colonies ruled over by the King of England. At that time, a great struggle raged between England and France over the possession of the northern part of our continent. This struggle was called the French and Indian War. Now, only a string of forts protected our colonies against the French and their Indian allies who kept coming down from Canada to attack us. Our story begins at Fort William Henry, which was situated on Lake George in New York, under the command of Colonel Monroe. Come in, come in. Yes? What is it, Sergeant? Urgent news, Colonel. A message just came in from Nathaniel Bumpo. Nathaniel who? Uh, Bumpo, sir, your, your special scout. The Indians call him Hawkeye, sir. Ah, much simpler. For once, I agree with the Indians. Well, now, what's this urgent message? An army of 8,000 French soldiers and Indian warriors under the command of General Montcalm are on their way to attack this fort. Good Lord. 8,000 men? We'd be hard put to defend ourselves. We've only half that number. And that includes our own Indian allies. Uh, excuse me, sir, but uh, speaking of our Indian allies, their chief, Magua the Fox, is still out in the square with his head and hands and feet locked in that wooden contraption like a monkey. Well, serves that scar-faced villain right. Stealing guns and ammunition right from under our noses. Well, his tribe isn't taking it very well, Colonel. When we're attacked by the French, we'll need all the help we can get. We can't afford to offend Magua and his warriors. Well, well... Perhaps you're right, Sergeant. Have Magua released and uh, sent in to me. Yes, sir. Corporal, release Magua and send him in to the colonel. Oh, good Lord, I almost forgot. My daughter Alice is away visiting some friends at Fort Edwards, 40 miles to the north of us. Oh, when the French come, they'll hit that fort first, Yes, sir. precisely. Uh, Sergeant, I want you to saddle a horse immediately. Ride to Fort Edwards and fetch my daughter. She'll be much safer here. Ah, come in, Magua. On the double, sir. Ah, all right, Magua. What have you to say for yourself? You have disgraced me in front of my tribe. I will not stand for stealing in my fort. Oh, come now, Magua. This is no time to quarrel. What's done is done, eh? We have a great task ahead of us. A great army sweeps down upon us from Canada. I shall need every warrior in your tribe to fight beside me. 
First you shame me. Now you need me. Is that the way of the white man? <laughs> Magua, let bygones be bygones, eh? Why don't you go now and prepare your braves for battle? I will go and speak to them. Tonight, Red Eagle, you will take our tribe silently out of this place where I have been shamed. You will lead them toward Fort Edwards. But you, Magua, why will you not lead us? Because I leave now. The colonel has sent his sergeant to bring his pale-faced daughter from Fort Edwards to safety here. <laughs> we shall see how safe she will be when I ambush the sergeant and take the colonel's daughter myself. Are the English about to be attacked, Magua? Yes, but we shall not fight on their side. We shall fight by the side of the French. But we are allies to the English. Would you have us break our word to them? Do not teach me how to be a chief. You will do as I say. Oh, there. Oh. Who's that? Oh, Margaret, it's you. What, what are you doing here? The colonel sent me to help bring his daughter. He thought it would be safer. Yeah, he certainly changed his mind about you in a hurry. Is that so surprising? We are good friends now. Uh, wait. Why is your horse suddenly limping? Has he caught a pebble in his hoof? What? Oh, yeah, let me see. <laughs> easy, boy, easy. Now, now, let me see that hoof of yours. Hmm. I don't see anything. <laughs> Lie there, white man. Tonight, when my warriors find you on this trail, they will know what to do with you. Magua will fetch the colonel's daughter. Magua, how good it is to see you. You have been away too long from us, Miss Alice. We have missed the yellow-haired daughter of our colonel. How very kind of you. Yes, it has been a long time. Six months. How is my father? Oh, he is well. But he is troubled for your safety. A great French army comes from the north to attack the English. Your father sent me to take you back to him. He said you will be safer in his fort. And you come now. At once. Bumpo, I'm worried sick. Blast it. I can't keep on calling you by that ridiculous name, Bumpo. Among my red brothers, he is known as Hawkeye. Oh, yes, yes, of course. I remember now. Hawkeye. Well, now, see here, you. What are you doing in my headquarters? Indians are not permitted unless they're invited. This young Indian is my friend. Where I go, he goes. I am Uncas, son of Chingachgook. He's the last surviving member of the Mohicans, the most honorable tribe in this entire state. Now, you treat him with respect, or we'll both skedaddle out of here. Yes, well, I, I, I'm, I'm sorry, Hawkeye. I, I didn't mean to offend you. But I'm beside myself with worry. 
Uh, for your information, it was Uncas here who first discovered General Montcalm's plan to attack this fort. Oh, I see. Well, we're most grateful. Now, about Alice. When I got your message about the coming French attack, I immediately sent my sergeant to fetch her from Fort Edwards. I figured she'd be safer with me here. A wise decision, Colonel. Fort Edwards will be attacked first. Yes, but she hasn't arrived yet. She should have been here hours ago. You didn't happen to see any sign of her on your way here? No, but I wouldn't worry too much about it, Colonel. There's no sign of the enemy yet as far as Uncas and I could see. Oh, by the way, when we got here, I didn't notice any sign of your Indian allies. They hiding or something? You're going to need all the help you can get when the French attack. The French and their Indian allies are as countless as the leaves in the forest. Yes. Well, I... I don't have any Indian allies anymore. I had an argument with our chief, Magua, when I caught him stealing guns and ammunition. I had him punished. The next thing I knew, he walked off with his whole tribe. You have made an enemy, Colonel. When you punished him, you made him lose face. Yeah, this Magua character's a low-down snake. Come on, Uncas, we better make tracks. The Colonel's daughter is in a bigger danger than I first thought. Here. If Magua has stolen her, he will come this way. Shh. Argus, you are right. It's Miss Alice. And you are right too, Hawkeye. See who leads her horse? Magua Bakori. Magua, are you sure this is the way to the fort? We must have lost our way. I'm sorry, but you must trust me. Well, I don't. Howdy, miss. So, friend Magua, you've lost your way in the forest? No Indian can lose his way in the forest, Magua. There is water in your veins. You are a squaw. We shall see which one of us is a squaw. Let go! Ah, I missed him. Now we're in for it. We better hightail it out of here right quick. Magua will be back with a whole war party. Oh, my fault. I never should have trusted him. Now, don't you worry, miss. We'll get you out of this somehow. I have hunted many times in this place. There is a cave. We shall hide there until dark. Then we shall escape. Miss Alice, dismount, please. We go on foot. Yeah, and I'll stampede this horse the opposite way so he'll throw Magua off the track. Get for him. Move. Now, we go this way. Quickly. Oh, no. I tore my sleeve on the ground. Don't stop. Keep on moving. Ah, here they come. Now we have them. So, they think they have tricked me. They do not know Magua. Come, we will go back in the direction from which the horse came. They cannot be too far away. This is the place where I left them. Now, which way did they run? Uh, look, Magua. There is a red piece of cloth hanging from that branch to the right. And the pale-faced girl wore a dress of red. Come, we go this way. They shall not escape us. There. Now the mouth of the cave is hidden by these branches. I think we're safe. Perhaps we must pray to the great spirit Manitou. When it grows dark, we go. You rest, Miss Alice. <laughs> Tonight we must run. Oh, thank you, Uncas. 
Don't worry. I'll keep up with you tonight, I promise. Well, okay. I reckon Magua must have done some hunting in these parts, too. He seems to know about this cave. So, Uncle, I am a squaw. I have water in my veins. We shall see who is the mightier warrior. Right now, I'm going to see if he'll swallow this bullet. Come on, Mr. McGill. Well, we might as well make ourselves comfortable. Looks like we're going to stay here a little while. was the last of the Mohicans after whom this adventure is named. The Mohicans were the most peaceable and friendliest tribe in the territory. The other Indians held them in great respect. Each tribe had a totem, a sign which they tattooed on their chests. The totem of the Mohicans was the most highly regarded. It was a turtle. According to Indian legend, when the world was created, it was placed on the back of a giant sleeping turtle. Well, right now, it looks like that turtle is wide awake. Listen a little later in the program for exciting news on how you can enter our Disneyland contest. The General Mills Radio Adventure Theater will return shortly. One minute. Pass it on. was among the great heroes who protected our settlements from unfriendly Indians when our country was very young. Daniel Boone was another one of these brave men. They respected the Indians, learned their ways, and became friends with them. The Indians invented their own names for these heroes. Hawkeye was also called Deerslayer and Leatherstocking. Put these three names together, and you get a good description of the man who at this very moment is in the cave fighting off Magua and his warriors. Marcus, how much powder and bullets do you have left? Not very much. Well, I'm running short, too. Don't fire unless you get a good target. Magua and his warriors don't seem to be running short. I have a plan. It is a dangerous one, but we have no choice. The girl and one of us must surrender to Magua. We'll do anything you say, Uncas. But if we surrender, how will that help us? Isn't that exactly what Magua wants? Now, easy, miss. You go on, Uncas. One of us will surrender with Miss Alice. That makes two of us. Now, what what will the third one do, huh? You or me? The third one must escape. See? The sun is setting now. The shadows are many. It would be easy to crawl out of this cave and escape. I'm with you so far. Then what? Which one of us will go? I think it would be better if I went. If they did catch sight of me, they would only see another Indian and think I was one of them. All right, that's good thinking. And after that? When I am safely away, I will signal with the call of the mockingbird. Then, and not till then, you will surrender. Magua has captured us. Won't he do terrible things to us? I fail to understand your plan. I will explain. He and his warriors now wear war paint on their faces. I think it is their plan to join with the French when they attack Fort William Henry. They will do nothing to you tonight. Tonight will be the time for war dancing. It is the way of the Indian just before battle. Then they will sleep. When they sleep, I will come and free you. In the morning, 
We will be gone. Well, like you say, Uncas, it's a dangerous plan. But it sure is better than the three of us sticking around here like sitting ducks. I will go now. Hawkeye, fire some shots now so that Magua does not suspect a trick. Till we meet again, my good friends. Zunka's gone, miss. Well, that's good. And all we have to do is wait until he signals. So, uh, make yourself comfortable, Miss Ellis. You're a strange man, Hawkeye. Nothing ever seems to bother you. <laughs> There's no sense in losing sleep over something happening when it hasn't happened yet. Your friend Uncas, he's such a fine young man. Indians and white men could learn to live at peace with each other. This is such a wonderful new country. It's a shame it has to be spoiled by hatred and bloodshed. Shh, wait, wait, wait. That's Uncas signaling us. Oh, sir. I reckon it's time to surrender to that moment. Hey, Magua! Call off your men! We're coming out! Don't shoot! We surrender! No tricks! One false move, and you die! Here we are, Magua. Wait. There were three in the cave. I see only two. Where's the other? Uncas. Uncas? Oh, him. He ran out on us. Scared of you, I guess. <laughs> oh, so Uncas, the great and brave warrior, has run away. And he called me a squaw. Oh, do not look so frightened, daughter of the foolish colonel. I will not harm you. Not yet. Michael, you should be ashamed of yourself. My father trusted you. Trusted me. He shamed me. And this I will never forget. What would the great English colonel say if he heard that Magua had a new wife in his wigwam? A pale-faced, yellow-haired squaw. How say you, Miss Alice? Will you be the wife of Magua? I'd sooner die first. Let me go. Hey, that's a girl. Ah, so, first the father shamed me. Then the daughter strikes me. For this you shall die. Hold it, Magua. Ain't you forgetting something? Magua, forget nothing. What mean you? Well, tomorrow at sunrise you go into battle. Is it not the custom of the Indian to celebrate war dances and then sleep and rest so that he may awake with fresh strength? He speak truly, Magua. He knows our ways. In the morning before the battle... You can do as you wish with the pale faces. Ah, very well. I will be patient. Tie the man and the woman to that tree. Right. Let them stand there all night and think upon what shall happen to them in the morning. You're right, Miss Alice. Fine. My wrists hurt. They tied them so tightly. Now be patient. Them Indians have been asleep for some hours. Uncas ought to be along any minute now. But the moon is so bright. It's almost like daylight. That sentry over there is sure to see him. Yeah, maybe. But do you see a bank of dark clouds coming in from the west? <laughs> He'll be covering the moon any minute now. That's Uncas now signaling us. I'll answer him back. 
won't be long now, miss. Hey, Uncas, farewell. Quietly. Now, while I cut you loose. Oh, what a relief to be free again. Quickly now. We must go before the moon is uncovered again. This way. No, no, that's not the way to the ford. Why are we going toward the river? Because a canoe waits for us there. I did not think Miss Alice could walk so far. We are getting closer to the fort. What are those flickering lights ahead of us? The campfires of the French army. During the night, while you were tied to the tree, the soldiers and Indians surrounded Fort Edwards and made camp. At sunrise, they attack. Lucky for us, there's one of the clouds in the sky hiding the moon. We'll never get past the guard. Where is the fort ahead of us? Now, you two go on ahead without me. Aren't you, aren't you coming in with us? Now, from the looks of all them campfires around us, the French general has brought more of an army than we figured on. You're going to need plenty of help here. I'm heading back to Fort Edwards. Maybe if I ask politely, General Webb will send the rescue party back with me. In you go now. There's light coming up from the east. Oh, thank heaven you're safe, Alice. Father, Uncle saved my life. Oh, well, I'm much obliged, young man. Oh, where's Hawkeye? Why isn't he here? He's gone to Fort Edwards to bring us some help. Help? We don't need any help. We can handle this ourselves. Colonel, you have not seen the true picture of what faces you. In the night, while you were asleep, the French general came with his army. This fort is now surrounded on all sides. Father, Uncle speaks the truth. And here is another truth you will not like, Colonel. The man who was once your ally, Magua, the man whom you punished and put to shame, that same Magua and his warriors now fight against you on the French side. I'm a traitor. We are now all in danger together. The sun is rising. The attack will come any time now. Yes, you're quite right. I'm behaving like a fool. There is the enemy, Colonel. The enemy you did not believe was here. Yes, so it is. So it is. Uh, Alice, my dear. Choose a cabin and, and set up a camp hospital. I'm afraid there'll be many wounded. Yeah, I'll get some of the women's help. Good. Now, let me see. May I suggest, Colonel, that buckets of water be placed around every cabin in the fort. What on earth for? Magua will have his braves shoot flaming arrows on the rooftops. If the fires are not put out at once, the fort will burn to the ground. Good Lord, I never thought of that. Uh, Sergeant, have the men place buckets of water in each cabin in case of fire. Uh, anything else, Uncas? How long can you hold out? Do you have enough food and water in the fort? Enough for three days, I should say. It may not be enough. If I were an English colonel, I would order my soldiers to cut their rations in half. Then we could hold out twice as many days. <laughs> my George Uncas, you should have been a general. Thank you. I'll pass the word along. Yes, Uncas, I, I know what you're going to ask now. We have plenty of ammunition. And if we run out before Hawkeye comes with help, we'll fight them with our bare hands. Indian fighting in those days was something the English soldiers did not understand. They didn't understand the guerrilla type of fighting such as we've had in our times. During the same French and Indian War, an English general, Braddock, 
innocently marched his army into a forest somewhere near Pittsburgh as though it was a parade. They were ambushed by Indians who waited for them from behind trees. Only the bravery of a young colonel from Virginia saved that army from complete disaster. The name of that young colonel? George Washington. We'll be back shortly with Act Three. The General Mills Radio Adventure Theater will return shortly. In those early days when our country was young, all the forts, including Fort William Henry, were made out of wood, which explains why Uncas was so worried about flaming arrows. A fort was usually a cluster of log cabins surrounded by a tall wall of thick logs, which all were whittled to a point to prevent the enemy from climbing over. And behind this wall, platforms were placed from which soldiers shot down at the enemy. It's on one of these platforms that we now discover Colonel Monroe and Uncas. How much food have we left? Enough, perhaps, for another day. But what is worse is that we have only one box of ammunition remaining. Well, then there's only one thing left to do. And that is to pray that Hawkeye gets through to Fort Edwards to get help. Look, look, Uncas. French are wheeling up a cannon. One blast from that and half our wall will be torn apart. Men! Direct your fire at the soldiers behind that cannon. Don't give them a chance to fire it. Oh, no! Down my arm. You've been hit, Colonel. Here, I will remove the arrow from your arm. And then I will take you to your daughter to find your wound. No, no. I must stay here with my men. Colonel, a dead soldier is not a good soldier. You come with me. Miss Alice. Miss Alice, come to your father. He has been wounded. It's just a scratch, my dear. He's almost run out of bandages. Pull out your arm, Father. Wait, wait. I have some dried herbs in my pouch. Put some on his arm. It is strong medicine. The arm will heal well. Thank you, Uncas. Uncas, I know I've said some pretty horrible things about you Indians. But I take it all back. You've been a tower of strength to me. I'm very grateful. Cannon must have torn a breach in our wall. I must go and inspect the damage. No, Father, not until I've bandaged your arm. I will go, Colonel. Very well. Uncas, tell my men to wheel all our wagons in front of the hole in the wall. We must hold them off somehow, or they'll be inside the fort before we know it. I'm sorry, Alice. I got you into this. I could have left you safe in England. I wouldn't want to be anywhere else. My place is with you. Uh, now what's going on? Colonel, Colonel, the French general approaches the fort under a flag of truce. He will wish to speak to you. Probably wishes to discuss the terms of surrender. Very well, I'll speak to him. Have I the honor of addressing the commandant of this fort? I am Colonel Monroe, at your service. And I am General Montcalm. I regret that we meet under such sad circumstances. You have fought very bravely. Thank you. For that, I salute you. But look around you. I have twice the men you have. Half your wall is down. You cannot hope to hold out much longer. Perhaps. But I'm expecting a relief force from Fort Edwards. We'll beat you yet. I admire your courage, but let me point out to you that Fort Edwards is also surrounded... 
There will be no rescue. You can take his word for it, Colonel. Hawkeye, where on earth did you spring from? What about the relief party from Fort Edwards? Didn't you tell General Webb we needed help? Fort Edwards is surrounded. You better face it, Colonel. You're on your own now. Very well. General Montcalm, we will surrender. What are your terms? Generals, except for one thing. My orders are to burn this fort to the ground. We have no desire to harm your men. Therefore, you will all be permitted to march out of the fort with all military honors. You will then be escorted to a safe place. You guarantee our safety? Hold it, Colonel. Isn't that Magwan is brave standing outside the gates? I doubt if the general can guarantee our safety with him around. I swear to you upon my honor, you and your men will be safe. The Indians are under my command. They will obey my orders. Very well, then. I accept your terms. A wise decision. By the way, Colonel, where's your daughter, Alice? Still in the fort with Uncas. She'll be safe with him. Sound for fife and drum. forgive myself for this breach of honor. But at least the Indians have been driven off. And I promise you, Chief Magua will be punished immediately. Well, you can punish Magua when you find him. But I've got bad news for you, Colonel. What's that? Your daughter Alice and Uncas have disappeared. A little more of Magua's dirty work. General Montcalm, you must send your soldiers after them immediately. They have my daughter. Easy does it, Colonel. If Magua and his men are attacked, we'll never see your daughter and Uncas alive again. No, I, I think a little brain work is required. General Moncom, I wonder if one of your officers would be good enough to lend me his uniform. Yes, of course. You expect to disguise yourself as a French officer, but Magua knows your face. You'll never get away with it. Well, sir, that remains to be seen, doesn't it? Great and ancient Tamamon, great chieftain of Indian nation, tell me why you look so angry and scowl at me. Am I not a guest in your camp? At the dancing, Steve. 
I command. Listen to me, Maguan. Listen well. Your French general gave his word that the English soldiers would be safe. It was not my word. He spoke for all. In the days of my youth, there were warriors who held honor more dear than life. Old man, hold your tongue. Soon you will die. And I shall be chief in your place. Nah. Why does it matter what you say? I still have my two prisoners. Bring them in. So, Magua, brave warrior, I see you also fight against women. Chief Tabamund, I heard your words to Magua. Don't let him harm me and my friend Uncle. Silence. You are my prisoners, not his. I'm free to do with you as I like. Ah, bonsoir, my friend Magua. I'm glad I found you. Uh, French officer. Ah, uh, what do you want here? I am the personal doctor of General Montcalm. He ordered me to come to your camp to see if I could help your wounded warriors. Where are the wounded? Over there? Well, very well. I will go and see what I can do. And uh, permit me to release this white woman. I will need her for help. But she is ah, my prisoner. Monsieur Magua, do you not trust me? Am I not your friend? Well, very well. Be quick. But of course. <laughs> Come, mademoiselle. And uh, please to bring that blanket with you. I will be quick, Magua. Another word. Just open that blanket quickly. Now lie down in it and let me wrap it around you. I don't understand. I'm carrying you out of this camp right under Magua's nose. Uncas, what about him? First things first. Excuse me now while I cover your face and your hair. Now, here we go. French medicine man. What you carry in your arms? Uh, one of your warriors. He has a great fever. I take him to my hospital to care for him better. The uh, mademoiselle will be with you directly. Au revoir, Magua, mon ami. Ah, you see, old Tamamund, the French pale faces are my friends. But they will never forget your evil deed. Old man, the years have put too many words in your mouth. Wait. Where is the yellow-haired squaw? Ah, tricked. I have been tricked. She's gone. That French doctor. It was Hawkeye, Magua. Did you not recognize him? Uncas, you shall pay for this. You shall pay and pay with every bone in your body. I am ready, squaw warrior. Oh, enough of this wrangling. Enough. Hungry word for one day. You, Ancas, are you indeed Mohican? I am the last. Can you not see the totem of the turtle tattooed on my chest? Aye, aye. The turtle is indeed proudly there. Magua, you shall not kill Ancas while he is helpless. A Mohican deserve better. Why have you freed him, old man? That he may defend himself. Here, Uncas, is my tomahawk. But he is my prisoner. Then take him if you can. And, Uncas, 
May our great God, Manitou, give strength to your right arm. And I shall kill you, folks. Soon you will lie in the dust of us. But first, here's some dust for your eyes. I cannot see. I cannot see. Why have you thrown us in his eyes? Where is your honor? Hey, my tomahawk. Die, Uncas. <laughs> Bullseye. You're lucky, Magua. I hit the tomahawk instead of you. Hail, Tamamon, great chief. You are most welcome, man with a hawk eye. Magua, your treachery has offended me for the last time. Drive this renegade out of my camp. When I die, Uncas shall be chief. In my place, warriors, hear the last words of Tamarund. Because Magua has brought the anger of the white man upon us, soon the red man will be forced to go toward the setting sun to find new hunting ground. But do not be afraid, for a young and wise chieftain will lead you. Ancus. Son of Chingachgook, known forever as the last of the Mohican. And that was the way it happened, just as Tamilman predicted. The Indians went west to find new lands, and so did the pioneers. And Hawkeye was among them, helping the covered wagons cross the plains and up over the Rocky Mountains until they reached the Pacific Ocean. Thirteen colonies grew into a great nation. I'll be back shortly. More than 200 years have passed since the time of our adventure. Lake George, where once Fort William Henry so bravely stood, is now a peaceful place where people swim in the summer and ski in the winter. There are no scars left from the past. And Canada, from where the French and Indian Army once invaded the United States, is now our neighbor and a good friend. There are no unfriendly borders. Canadians and Americans can go freely without passports. I think the early settlers would be very pleased. Our cast included Ian Martin, Court Benson, Morgan Fairchild, Robert Dryden, and Russell Horton. If you missed the details on how to enter our Disneyland contest, be sure to tune us in tomorrow. This is Tom Bosley inviting you to return to the General Mills Radio Adventure Theater for another exciting tale you can hear through the magic of radio. The General Mills Radio Adventure Theater is recommended by NEA, the National Education Association.